Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love the party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the freaks. Freak Nation, what a freaking Sunday for motorsports. You had the IndyCar series, a little chase down the last... 10, 15 laps, the drama within the pits, within the pits of both series, NASCAR Cup Series, and, of course, the IndyCar Series. And I don't know, Crasher, I didn't watch the entire IndyCar race. I just saw the initial interview with Alex Pelot, who hmm. allegedly was sticking around at Chip Ganassi, but according to McLaren... Well, that lasted about 10 minutes. Yeah, uh, he was gonna be, he's going to be racing for McLaren. And then with the NASCAR series, yeah. you have Tyler Reddick, who dropped the bomb that, hey, man, in uh, 2024, he's going to be hanging with Michael Jordan and crew in 23XI1596. Just two weeks after his first win with Richard Childress and yeah. all the praise of, Richard's always had so much faith in me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Stat man, it's just what you like when it comes to motorsports. A little bit of controversy going on, babe. Yeah, well, you can't believe everything you read or hear. From a driver. That's the, mm -hmm. the number one thing to take away from this week. When a driver says something, you yawn and wait for the next thing. Oh, really? Yep. <laughs> nothing. You're saying nothing can be believed by a driver or rider in motorsports. Maybe an athlete in general. Maybe an athlete in general. Yeah. If you can't believe Elon Musk, why you want to believe Tyler Reddick? What the hell's going on here? Oh, wait, Man, what? two minutes out of the show, <laughs> Statman's already dropping Elon Musk's name into the Freak Nation. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. Hopefully you're watching us on Facebook or Facebook Live, I should say. YouTube, Twitch, we're all over the place, Freak Nation. Lucas Oil Studios going on our 23rd year. Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent, thank you guys for being a part of this. Coming up in the show, we're chasing down Matt Smith, NHRA Pro Stock Bike winner from the Mile High Nationals, flying those Lucas Oil colors. Hopefully get him in, in here in the next couple of hours. Aaron, Aaron Plessinger, motocross superstar. He joins us here in the Freak Nation. And Taylor Gray, who won the Mid-Ohio ARCA Series road course race last weekend rolling on those general tires he'll be here in the freak nation Statman hits on something in his scat that i don't necessarily want to give away right now because we could talk about it after the scat in regards to michael schumacher and some news that's out there for michael but of course to Statman, he puts a little twist on it we'll get to that coming up in your Statman scat richie's been a part of something in the last 24 48 hours that i think is <laughs> up on the list of top five worst things to do and that's to move yeah i would agree with that yep is that is it top five list worst things to do in life richie well i would say yes but add into that that on friday uh when i did it from 10 a.m up until about 6 p.m here in arizona Ooh. it was over 110 degrees oh was, you get a not good day it was 110 again today. It was 110 yesterday. So it's been three straight days of moving down three flights of stairs and 110 plus degrees 
for three straight days. So I'm, I'm a little worn out at the moment, but thank you. I have some, uh, I got some Celsius with me, got some Powerade hydrated up and ready for a show. Bang. <laughs> thank goodness. You what? didn't say an energy drink or a Mountain Dew or <laughs> I wonder if millennials are killing friendship, helping movers. You know, you know what? Yes. Why did you not call at least one of us to help you this weekend? Everybody's busy. Everybody's busy. I don't want to. I don't want to bother anybody. I can do it. Do it myself. Did you, so, so no one helped you. you. You have family here, Richie. None of your sisters oh, right. came over and bailed. You bailed you out. No, nah, no. And then, and my best friend was unable to do it because they were out of town as well. So it was just me. It was just me. Stop yeah, little meal me. He was yourself. probably out of town the moment you said, "I'm about to move." <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. out of town, but I haven't told you when. When are you going to do it? I'm out of town. <laughs> so you yeah, did you shocking. move your bed and couch and all that snappy stuff by yourself? No, I. that was actually on Friday. Luckily, uh, my roommate and her boyfriend were here, and so they helped with most of it. They helped with the couch and the beds, the big stuff, everything else, all me. You didn't okay. get the the moving company two hunky dudes or three three blonde hunk hunk guys to help you move. Yeah, what is that? Two men in a truck. But yeah, they they have changed the name like two hot guys moving. Yeah, I don't know what the name is, but it's weird. Right. Coming up, we got Crash Gladys Pit News. I know it's a lot of things to cover, Freak Nation. In regards to motorsports over the weekend, we'll get into that, and also Aaron Plessinger, motocross superstar, running the Lucas Oil Outdoor Series. Uh, and more coming up in Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates here in the Freak Nation. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. Good to be here. Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes. Coming up in moments, it's brought to our good friends at General Tire. It's it's hot out there. Make sure you're rolling on a new set of General Tires. You're crisscrossing the country in the family wagon. Roll on General Tires. Wagon? Yeah. (laughs) Check it out at GeneralTire.com. Crasher? All right. Up until the month of May, we were still wondering where Scott Dixon was on the current year's IndyCar ranking. No joke. Well, then he snagged a record-setting pole for the Indy 500, and today he notched another win in Toronto onto his own record book, tying himself with the amazing Mario Andretti on the all-time wins list at second with 52 wins. The NHRA Mile High Nationals are typically a make-it-or-break-it weekend for many in the pits, so... Those making it. How about Leah Pruitt in Top Fuel? Her first win for her new team, Tony Stewart Racing. Yay, hubby. Robert Height and Funny Car, his fifth win on the season, domination. Matt Hartford in Pro Stock and Lucas Oil's own Matt Smith in Motorcycles. NASCAR raced in the Northeast for Lobster, of course. Justin Allgaier with the scrumptious dinner plate in the Xfinity Series. And then Christopher Bell finally notching his way into the Cup Series playoffs with his win at Loudoun. But arguably, like we've talked about, the biggest news on this past week happened midweek before the weekend. Wednesday was a day for the record books. As the stick and ball community is hemming and hawing about how bad the dog days of summer are, the racing world has turned it up. Let's just say Wednesday morning found out reading that RCR driver Tyler Reddick had signed with Michael Jordan's 2311 racing team. After the coffee really kicked in, then we were able to digest, oh, it's not even for next year. It's for 2024. 
So yeah, lame duck for a year and a half with Richard Childress racing. It's going to be interesting to watch. By early afternoon, we found out that the NHRA was not even starting their season like they have forever at Pomona. Next year, the season starts at the Gator Nationals before they come west. Wow. Then by evening, Chip Ganassi Racing announced the return of their championship IndyCar driver, Alex Pillow. Apparently, that was news to Pillow, as he then tweeted shortly thereafter, he didn't have any desire to return to the Ganassi operation. So then McLaren Racing, a few minutes after that, sent out a welcome Alex Pillow press release. Someone oops big time there. Just get your popcorn. It's going to be one to, fun, to find fun with the lawyers battling it out. Yeah, we'll talk about that coming up here in the show. Plenty oh, of things to, to hit with IndyCar yes. and the NASCAR Cup Series. And another first timer, baby. It's all coming up here. Speed Freaks Pitch and the Lucas Oil Studio. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time by adding lucas treatment to your vehicle. It cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system, pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer and especially the places without roads so you know that with general tire anywhere is possible lucas oil it works i run lucas oil it doesn't matter if you're on the water driving to work, or competing in a sold-out stadium. Lucas Oil products will help you get the most out of your vehicle. Monster Jam has run Lucas Oil in and on our trucks for over 10 years. We wouldn't run anything else. Lucas Oil, the official oil of Monster Jam. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule, a total of 226 live race broadcasts, Podcasts featuring the Arkham Menard Series, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, Pro Bowling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fixed 24-7, 365. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also oil stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. Hey Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction GMAX RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you 
drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Spend some time either this evening or tomorrow checking out lucasoil.com. Any type of interior uh, issues you may have with your engine, I can promise you, Lucas Oil has something to take care of it. Inside your engine, outside your engine, inside your car, outside your car. Go to lucasoil.com, a plethora of products to keep your hot rod fat and happy. Statman Scat coming up also this hour. We'll get into Taylor Gray, ARCA Series winner, uh, running on those general tires at Mid-Ohio. On the road course. Uh, road course. Dude. And uh, like Statman has said many times in the last 22 years, uh, as long as you're up front with the checker flag runs or flies, hey, it's a victory. And that's what happened with Taylor Gray. I think the last couple of laps he led and bam. You take it. That's all yeah. that matters. Be clean throughout 90% of the race and then find your way to the front. That's what matters. All right. So, so many things to hit this hour. And I want to get into the NASCAR Cup Series. And Crasher touched a little bit about it, touched on it a little bit about it in her pit news and notes. That man, imagine uh, there are so many moving parts here. Tyler Reddick gets his first win. Everyone is celebrating the news of Tyler Reddick. We've been gnawing at this guy to get himself a big time race win. He does it, and then shortly thereafter, the announcement comes out <laughs> that he's leaving Richard Childress, not next year, but 2024, for Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin's team. Have you have you even spent some time thinking, Statman, how and why this went down? Do you think it might have just been a mistake? Yeah, the way it went down, a mistake? I don't know if a oh. mistake is the right word. Maybe it was an, the announcement was a mistake. But uh, I, I don't know why this came to be. Richard Childress is a championship-winning team. They spent a lot of time with him. They put up with all the losses. And now that he's won and he wants to go somewhere else, if I was Richard Childress, I'd be pretty upset about that. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, he did say the timing was not the mm -hmm. best. So... Uh, it's a major move for uh, uh, Michael Jordan and uh, Denny Hamlin, 23XI, uh, 2311. Uh, it, it makes no sense to me, in short, you know, him hauled around there. But it, it makes no <laughs> sense to me for him to leave after he's starting to get everything together. Uh, if it's a money thing, again, just look at what's happening with Twitter and Elon Musk, you know, money is not, it's not everything. And uh, everything that's got money attached to it is not, uh, is not rich or wealthy. Well, obviously deals like this don't get put together in just two weeks. So it's not like this deal was put together after he won at Road America. Mm -hmm. This has been in the works for a while now, but yeah, I'm, I was very question. I was questioning the timing. Why would you do it mid season? there's got to be a reason unless it was just plain a mistake. 
Because to be a one-year lame duck, that's happened before. We've seen that actually with the same team, Kevin Harvick and Richard Childress Racing. And they still fought pretty hard for wins. It was it was a decent agreement that they had. But a year and a half and two weeks after your first win, that the timing again does seem odd. But and you- Tyler's a great dude. And, and Richard Childress has been giving him pretty good equipment this year. So, yeah, again, the actual reasoning is questionable, too. Richie, I don't know what I mean, you're what's what's great about you is you uh you think ahead and I'm I don't know if you're thinking ahead on this. The video the, the the reason why I think they stumbled on this unintentionally was if you watch the video of Denny Hamlin I, I don't know if it was a press a presser all of a sudden on top of his video comes Tyler Reddick like he's walking down the hallway. Wait, where's this video? This Richie, weekend? When the, when the announcement was made, and when Denny Hamlin made the announcement, it just looked really awkward. Swabby. No, it was, yeah, it was part, that was part of their presentation. They, they intentionally did that. That's how they wanted to so? announce. Yeah, absolutely. That's how they wanted to announce it. Basically, it was the weekly conference call with Denny Hamlin, and I believe as part of 2311 Racing or Toyota Racing's um, driver availability and they had Tyler Reddick show up as a surprise in the zoom call. And he just was like on his phone, like, Oh, Hey guys, I'm here. Am I on the wrong call? No, you're not. He's actually going to drive for me in 2024. And he obviously then walks right down the hallway and shows up and, and sits right next to Denny for the rest of the rest of the press conference. But I think Kenny, you kind of, you, you nailed it a little bit, which is like when you're this far ahead, this doesn't happen in other sports. Mm. It doesn't. This were to happen in any other sport, this would be illegal. You could not do it. You cannot talk to somebody who is currently under contract with another team. This is like this would be like like DeAndre just resigned with the Phoenix Suns. He's back at a max contract, right? This would be like a year ago if the Indiana Pacers reached out to DeAndre and were like, "Hey, I know you're still under contract with the Phoenix Suns, but we really want to sign you. We really want to sign you." When you're done with the Phoenix Suns, can we announce it now while you're still a member of the Suns? It doesn't work that way in any other sport, which is just wild to me that this is happening a year plus ahead of time. Well, let me let me ask a let me ask a, a more significant question here. Do you think this is good for NASCAR in the long run to have guys just completely free agent? just like Richie was saying there, and can jump anywhere, anytime, whenever the, the they wake up in the morning and decide, I don't want to be here. No, I, I don't necessarily. I don't have a great reason as to why, except for just distractions for both the team and the driver. Clearly, the drivers can probably handle it more than teams can because there's that's multiple people and multiple personalities needing to process mm-hmm. something. But, but no, I, I'm with you. There, there, there needs to be, or I feel like there needs to be some sort of a window. Maybe at the end of the season, any driver that doesn't make it into the playoffs, have at it. You know, then everybody else know it's it's postseason that you do these things, or that everybody gets a one year deal, and the, when the last checkered flag falls, then everybody joins in Chicago and they choose sides. You know, shirts <laughs> and skins, and you know, I mean, it's 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 crazy. To have, uh, you know, like like Kenny was saying, it's crazy to have this year and a half out to uh, to decide, and guys just showing up anywhere they want to. Uh, that's mm-hmm. not that's not good for uh, solidarity, and uh, uh, doesn't make the doesn't make the sport seem real. It's already you already wonder if guys are 
with teams and people pulling over to let other people win. And, you know, so what's the what's the point of all this? Doesn't make sense to me. That's why, again, Speed Freaks, Lucas Oil Studios, thank you guys for hanging out, man. That's why I think there's there's a play here. This is so awkward and not dumbfounding. I can't think of the word I'm looking for. Just just strange that there's a play here that Michael Jordan, Denny Hamlin are going to force Richard Childress to let him out of his contract early. They're so you're f- basically saying we could have two we could have two massive legal incidents, one in NASCAR, one in IndyCar, where one team forces the hand of another team to do what they want. It's just, it, again, it's not 2023. It's silly season 2024 with this announcement. Well, with this one, yeah, yeah. yeah and, and you wonder what's going to happen if uh, 23-11 is going to have three cars or maybe Wallace becomes the odd guy out if they're only going to have two cars. And not after today, not after getting a third place today on a driver's track. Do you think that was an impressive run? Do you think Tyler Reddick left after he won? So do you think a guy is safe <laughs> after third place? Come on, you know the the last week shows you between IndyCar and NASCAR, no driver is safe anywhere. True at any time for any reason he could leave he could get fired things could change we don't know what's in these contracts but uh, it just doesn't seem that it's good for the sport to have everybody be a free agent and uh, run for one guy if you could leave in a year and a half why can't you leave next week yeah yeah and don't you think that there again there there are many moving parts to this that nascar behind the scenes realizes what stats saying here that is the, the from a visual standpoint it, it's not a good look yeah especially if you want uh draft kings and all the other uh, gambling apparatus involved in the thing and you don't even know who's going to be in the car next week or next year or whatever you know or whether or not they're trying as hard as they can I mean, look mm-hmm. at look at Pillow at the IndyCar. If he's going to say, I ain't going to be here next year, but I'm still going to try, you know, I mean, come on. <laughs> how What sense does that make? And how many betters are going to decide, eh, I don't want to put, you know, I don't want to put my money down on this $5 or $100 or $1,000. If they ain't trying, what's the point of me backing them? Yeah, he was clearly on a gag order today in, in Toronto. He wouldn't answer anything with any sort of substance, but he was still racing with his teammate, Marcus Erickson. They were what fifth and sixth or fourth and fifth. So that is going to be weird. I, I, there is rum. There are rumblings that Alex Pillow regarding his IndyCar seat might not be in that seat. And Ryan Hunter Ray might be the driver for that seat. If this animosity, what the hell? Yep, if this animosity doesn't find its way, into the good graces of each other again. Uh, well, how can it? I mean, I how, how can you ever look at Pillow and or his his uh, his entourage, his his people behind him? How could you ever look at them again and say, "Yeah, and I'm going to try as hard as I can, Chip. Uh, give me the best car you got." And all the people that are working on his car, they're going to say, "What's yeah. what's the mm-hmm. point?" You know, just like the. I think that several years ago when Kevin Harvick used to attack his crew all the time, they probably said, hey, dude, go ahead and fix, figure it out yourself. Uh, and then he started to be a less less um, 
aggressive about the way he talked about him, and suddenly he went back to the front of the line. You know, these guys are working. How that happens. Yeah, strange. <laughs> I mean, it, if these guys are working, you know, 27 hours a day to make him look good, and the first thing he says, they screwed me up, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, go figure it out yourself. Freak Nation, coming up, we have a first-time winner again. Uh, a new winner for the NASCAR Cup Series. We'll talk about Christopher Bell's big win. Also, Statman's scat involves a gentleman that at one time was regarded, and to other and some people still believe it's the greatest F1 driver in the history of mankind. Mm-hmm. And I also want to talk about the development of this story that Statman's going to talk about in the scat in regards to Michael Schumacher. <laughs> A friend sent me a piece this week that was troubling, wanted me to read it. It was a piece in Sports Illustrated that looked at the career, the legendary career of Michael Schumacher and where he is now. Uh, The piece talked about his greatness, seven world championships, and how he's fighting back from head injuries sustained in a skiing accident in 2013. Peace, however, never mentioned the impact that Lewis Hamilton had on Schumacher's legendary career. Never mentioned that Lewis tied Schumacher for championships at seven and surpassed Schumacher for more than 100, in fact, 103 Formula One wins. Now, obviously, the piece was about Michael Schumacher and where he is now, but this was Sports Illustrated. You expect context to anything. Reading the piece, you expect Schumacher to still be the king of Formula One, which arguably he isn't. Understand that I'm a Schumacher fan. I regularly wear memorabilia that celebrates Schumacher. And this could have been cleared up with one sentence. In fact, that one sentence could have celebrated Schumacher even more by noting it took Hamilton 14 seasons just to match Schumacher's championships. The point is this. If you're going to tell a story, you have to put that story into context. Tell why it's important. Ignoring the nuance or context of a story at the Sports Illustrated level of storytelling, it has to be done with some other reason in mind. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. General Tire is known for a hell of an off-road tire. But did you also know that whether you're sporting a big, fat minivan or a sports car, General Tire has a tire for your ride. If you got yourself a minivan, if you got yourself a, uh, a Tahoe, a Suburban, General Tire is the way to go, man. This summer when you're hauling the kids around to different activities across the country, uh, make sure you're rolling on General Tires, Freak Nation. Statman Scat talked a little bit about Michael Schumacher, and I saw some of the news, Stat, about what what he's doing with his life at this point, and I don't want to get lost on the fact that the reference that you made to Lewis Hamilton, but how has Michael Schumacher, given our ability to pry open any door possible uh, in in the people's business, how have they been so uh, successful in keeping – Michael Schumacher's status uh, away from the public. 
most stuff that happens in the sports world uh, is talked about because somebody wants it talked about. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they have um, the ability. Michael's behind a closed door. He's uh, guarded, might be not be the right word, but he's protected by uh, his wife, his family, his extended family, his legal team. So anything that gets out has to come from them. They're not letting anybody come in to see him except for people that have his best interest at heart. So anything that does come out uh, comes out uh, from them because they want it out. Uh, nobody's sneaking through a window and said, hey, Michael, what's going on? You know, I mean, it, he's in he's in a bad place and uh, they are keeping him as quiet and uh, as unpublic. <laughs> That's a terrible <laughs> way to say it, but they're, they're keeping people away from him. And that's good uh, until he's ready to be seen. Uh, nobody knows what condition he's in. And it's just as well. Uh, a brain injury can leave you pretty bad. And Michael Schumacher had some real fans who probably don't want to see the way he looks right now. That's a good point. Including a, me, you know, I've yeah. got, I've got a hat that I bought in Spain and, uh, mm. you know, I wear it all winter long. It's a knit cap. That's got the Michael Schumacher logo on it. I love the guy. And, uh, still do even though i'm a huge uh, lewis hamilton fan you could both things can be true but uh mm-hmm. it's it's a dumb thing what what um sports illustrated did to put on their lead uh the lead screen on their website and the only mention of lewis hamilton is in connection with uh max verstappen it was a very poorly uh edited at least it was well enough written but you can't mention Michael Schumacher and how great he is without talking about the guy who maybe supplanted him. What kind of insight did they share about Schumacher that we don't already know? Anything? Nothing. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, uh, anything that I've read, same thing. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's the only reason things, the only reason the Polo thing came out was because somebody wanted it out. Uh, mm-hmm. The only reason the Reddick thing came out was because somebody wanted it out. Things don't get released unless somebody wants has a uh, hidden agenda in releasing it. And yeah, think about it. Hollywood's the same way. I think somebody asked me the other day, "What the heck has Cameron Diaz been doing lately?" And you're right; she's been out of the loop for ten years, and it hasn't mattered. She has not allowed anybody into her life. She's a mom and she's, that's the way she wants it. Yeah. And yeah, so you're exactly right. It works with any sort of celebrity status. If something gets out, regardless of how mad or how questionable it may be, or mad somebody may get from it, it's like, no, you didn't cover your bases. If it's out, it's because you didn't button things up. And I don't want to know that Michael Schumacher is as bad as he potentially could be. You know, I mean, I was a huge fan and I don't want to know that he's helpless or whatever. You know, I don't want to know anything other than he's dressing to get ready to go race in the next race uh, for Ferrari or at least walk out there on his own. Uh, I don't want to see him in a wheelchair. I don't want to see him emaciated. I don't want to see anything other than uh, the great man that he was. And uh so, and the family knows that, you know, they want to keep him under wraps. 
How hard do you think it truly is for his son, who is on the circuit and probably fielding question after question after question and just not answering them? I mean, it's probably or arguably harder on him than anybody else. Well, in that's the one reason right why this this news is out there because he's starting to improve. Yeah, and yeah, his name's getting above the fold. Exactly. Which is he's why getting, this is happening. He's getting faster. And, uh, and and in the Haas car, uh, which has right. been a joke for a while, but uh, mm-hmm. both Magnuson, his teammate, and and uh, Mick Schumacher are getting faster. And uh, he again, that's another thing. If he doesn't want to talk about it, he could shut it down immediately. If 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 I walked up and said, "Hey, uh, Mick, how's your dad?" and he just turns and walks away, if he doesn't want to talk about it, he won't and shouldn't. Uh, and shouldn't be forced to. And, right. uh, you know, I mean, pe- again, things only get said because people want them said. There you go, Freak Nation. A little bit of uh, Michael Schumacher conversation. Again, the guy's just been uh, uh, out of mind. And according to our conversation, uh, that's the way they want it. But again, with Mick Schumacher making all this noise, a lot of folks can start asking some questions. Uh, coming up next, Freak Nation, good to get this guy back in the Freak Nation, Taylor Gray. Last time we had him in here, he won the Phoenix Arca Series race running on those general tires. And uh, it was bittersweet where he lost a co-worker, one of the truck drivers for David Gilliland Racing, was killed in uh, a truck, fiery truck crash. On the way to that race. Yeah. Uh, but better news, he got himself a big win in mid-Ohio. He'll be joining us next. And Aaron Plessinger coming up in the second hour. Freak Nation. Be sure you follow us on Twitter. And of course, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Hopefully, you're watching this big old fat thing on Facebook Live or YouTube. See what uh, Statman's wearing today. Yeah, I've, been be telling some, I've been telling a lot of people about that. If as many people Better. as I've talked about, <laughs> if they don't know it, yeah. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations. Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. It works. I run Lucas Oil. It doesn't matter if you're on the water, driving to work, or competing in a sold-out stadium. Lucas Oil products will help you get the most out of your vehicle. In and on our trucks for over 10 years. We wouldn't run anything else. Lucas Oil, the official oil of Monster Jam. only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MavTV.com to get your motorsports fixed 24-7-365. Dear Lucas Oil, I've used your heavy-duty oil stabilizer in my truck for years. It now has over a half million miles. It's not a diesel. 
it's never been rebuilt. Your oil stabilizer does exactly what it says it'll do. It has extended the life of my engine. Just want to say thanks. Sincerely, Josh H. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. It works. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil, it works. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time by adding lucid fuel treatment to your entire fuel system, pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves unsolvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. Freak Nation, it's always nice when you have a uh, ARCA Series driver roll in here and want to be a part of this big old thing. His name is Taylor Gray here with the Freaks. To say we've been part of Lucas Oil, Lucas Oil Studios for 22 plus years here in the Freak Nation. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, you follow us on Twitter, right? You're watching us on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook Live, and of course, every freaking social media platform. We're out there for you, Freak Nation. <laughs> Lucas Oil, the official oil of the freaks. Good to get him back in the Freak Nation. Taylor Gray, your mid-Ohio winner here in the Freak Nation. And that was, of course, last weekend. And Taylor, last time we had you in the Freak Nation uh, with the Arca Series, you're running out here in Phoenix. It was such a, a bittersweet victory for you. We don't necessarily need to get into that one. Let's talk about the mid-Ohio win on a road course. And it's still a, a, like kind of a kick in the midsection to Statman and I that we've we're watching 16, 17-year-olds go out there and kick the balls out of people on road courses. Not just short courses, but road courses, man. Granted, the last two laps is all you needed, but you still want a road course race. It's a big deal, bud. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was a it was a good day. Um, pretty Got pretty lucky there at the end with that caution, uh, being able to come down and, and take tires when we needed to. Um, but that was definitely a good day for sure. It was definitely a, a weird day going from the – downpoured uh to being pretty dry there at the end but um it's pretty fun for sure a lot of the stories that you read post-race there was just confusion with some drivers and their crew chiefs about tire situations and really what the rules were were those er the rules every cloudy ever cloudy to you knowing what kind of tires you could run on and how long you could run on a set of tires no so the changing the tire rule was very clear it was stated in the driver's meeting that you are allowed to switch from rain to dry or dry to rain. You cannot switch from rain to rain or dry to dry. And that's what the rev cars did was switch from dry to dry. Um, it was cloudy in the driver's meeting on if we were going to do live stops or not. Um, Cause Arca, you're not supposed to do live stops. Obviously it's supposed to be uh, breaks for the safety of the, of the um, guys on pit road and stuff like that. And, um, 
you know, or some of the smaller teams that can't afford to get a pit crew out here to change tires every week. So that part was very cloudy because of they said they were going to throw a caution if it were to start raining for us to put rains on, but we're not going to throw a caution if it was to dry out. So they were going to leave it to our discretion if we were going to come down and take drives, which pretty much implements a live pit stop. So that's where it got really confusing there. Um, I think it all worked out really well, uh, at least for us. Um, (laughs) But I, in my opinion, that part is where it got a little confusing. Um, I know, uh, I mean, I, I know it was, wasn't confusing on what to do. It was just more so confusing on if there's going to be a live stop or not. Hmm. Taylor Gray, Mid-Ohio ARCA winner, joining us here in the Freak Nation, of course, on those general tires. And was with this being a road course, and confusion aside, is there anything that can be taken from this race to apply to the many ovals that you guys are still going to run the rest of the season? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just the way of, you know, like learning more so um, – road course you you can take a lot of things that you learn from a road course and apply it to an oval um in my opinion uh whether it's you know braking or or whatever it may be i think there's quite a few things that you can implement um on each side i think you can implement things that you learn from circle track racing over to road course racing and things you learn from road course racing over to the ovals so i think it's all on how you look at it but in my mind i think there's quite a few things that you can take away from from both to implement to each um, road course racing and oval racing. Crasher, hold on real, real quick. Yeah. What'd you have for lunch, man? It sounds like you're trying to burp it up during the interview. <laughs> What'd you have for lunch, bro? I had uh, buffalo wings. Oh. <gasps> oh, yeah, man. Now I'm hungry. Yeah, those, those will last for days. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why in the world would you ask a question well, like he that? Just, he's talking, going, like we all do. Like, I was going to say, he, you're the biggest offender of that, Kenny. You're always like... Mm. You like, want to suppress a burp, you just kind of go, like that. I, I thought I saw Taylor do that once or twice. All right. All right, All right fine then. On that topic of conversation, mm-hmm. what is the worst thing to eat at a racetrack for you? To eat at a racetrack? Um, so um, this might be uh, too much information, but um, now mm. people know, but I have IBS. So mm. um, I struggle eating anything but a grilled chicken breast with no seasoning or anything. Like grilled chicken breast, that is it. Oh, wow. That to be That's hard. Track. Let's talk about that. You are on the road so often. That is, whoa, that's a whole other level of difficulty in your career. I mean, people might brush it off as not being a big deal, but you have to constantly watch what you're implementing. That's not easy, yeah, is it? It's, uh, I, yeah, my, my stomach's not too great uh, when it comes to just like food in general. Um, so I pretty much have to eat as clean as possible if I do eat um most of the times, if it's a short day, I, I'll, I'll eat a little bit, but, but usually won't eat um, like a meal. Um, and I'll also time it out a couple hours before the race, so I have to have some time. Wow. Wow. I can, I can relate to that, Taylor. Now, see, you and I have something in common. I could be your grandfather, but we have <laughs> we have something in common. I have gout, so I have to watch what I eat. Uh, no red meat. They even found out that peaches are a problem. Really? My, yeah. My daughter sent me two boxes of black, my favorite black cherry soda. Don't and go. I, 
I inhaled one of them and I was almost on crutches for a week. So, <laughs> yeah, so I can I can relate to that, dude. You got a you got a uh, a friend here. What does that do for your? It probably makes you a lot more conscious of what you eat before a race starts. Yeah, for sure. I mean, usually, um, you know, I'll start like with hydration and eating well, usually a week before a race. Um, a week? Obviously, wow. Obviously, this this week is a little different because we leave on, we leave so early. Um, so, kind of just have to start prepping pretty early. Um, but, uh, like, my brother is one of those people that can go eat a cheeseburger before a race and be perfectly fine. And I'm the <laughs> polar opposite. So, no um, fair. Yeah, I know, right? Um, but um, Tanner is also can eat anything it can be the worst meal for you and not gain any weight and i'm the polar opposite too i can eat the slightest thing bad for me and gain three pounds and let's let's back up just a half a step here i was going to go down this road before we got lost in that in that rabbit hole drag racing is your family's background that's your family's that's the family business but you and your brother and even your brother has some drag racing experience. How did you miss that? What did you do to avoid getting sucked into the family business? Yeah, I mean, I uh, I just decided to go a different route. Um, Wait, let, let, me, let me cut you off there a second. I'm sorry. But a lot of young guys will see what their father did and want to go on their own way so that they could establish their own name. Did that come to you? Uh, you had won a race now. So you at mid Ohio, Taylor Gray. So you're starting to build your own name in stock car racing. Yeah, no, I mean, it never was really that. It was just of what I had a passion for. I'd always had a passion for uh, NASCAR racing and stock car racing. Even when we did drag race, I was always big on on wanting to watch the the cup race, the Xfinity race. Um, and uh, I don't know. It just it. I just it always um, took an interest. Hell, I always had an interest for it. And then uh, you know, as I got older, I I raced dirt go karts there for a little while. And and uh, as I got older, I. Uh, I decided to go uh, go late ball racing, and now we're here. Wow! So you don't, you don't, I guess if you never did, you ever do any drag racing and decided I don't like this, or you just never wanted to try? No, I, I never I never tried um, to. I never even really tried to be honest with you. Um, I just I never had a a really big interest in do it. Even on the street, when you got your license and said, uh, "Hey, it's uh, I bet I could beat you to the next light," you never tried that. Well, that yeah. That's a different story. I, I got I uh, I put myself in the hospital trying to do that, so that's that's a different story. Oh <laughs> yikes! Oh, what? Oh, we missed that one. What the hell happened there? Oh, Taylor. Uh, uh, back in uh, back in April of last year, I uh, was. Oh, Sorry, that's my that's my pit bull. Um, yeah, it is. <laughs> Uh, 20 of them <laughs> yeah actually five um <laughs> back in april i um i was uh i had just got my license and wasn't being very smart and um i'd wrecked my car and uh ended up in the hospital with two pretty much blown up vertebrae on my lower back and then i had shattered my ankle and then crushed my left foot Wait a minute. This is sounding vaguely familiar. Was this in the Charlotte area? 
Yep, this was uh, in Charlotte uh, back in April last year. Yeah, I think we were so COVIDed out and all this stuff. Yeah, but I remember this headline. Yeah. Holy cow, how did you make your comeback from that? Yeah, I mean, uh, at that point, I mean, in the hospital, I was trying to figure out, you know, what uh, when's the soonest I can I can get out of the hospital and um, and get back to to working and uh, trying to get back uh, to in a race car. So I spent about a week in the hospital after my surgeries, um, and then as soon as I got out, um, I spent a couple days or I'd say probably a week or two, um, you know, on kind of on bed rest if you want to call it. Um, I couldn't go to physical therapy yet or anything like that. And then as soon as I got into physical therapy, that was pretty much my full-time job seven day, or five days a week for, you know, three to four hours a day, um, was just my trying to get back into a race car and, um, get back walking again and stuff like that. And, um, I would say, uh, after I started physical therapy, it was probably, uh, two months later, I was back in a race car. Wow. Get back in a race car wow. and get walking. That is that the order of importance to you? <laughs> in a race car before you started to walk? Yeah. Well. Well. Obviously, I was I was walking and and stuff before I got into uh, the car and um, I'd got back walking. I would say, like I said, probably two months after uh, after I had started physical therapy. So probably around three and a half months, maybe close to four um, since I'd gotten hurt. And uh, I was walking again and not, I was not really following my doctor's uh, instructions about not walking in a boot. I, I took my boot off and tried to walk in a shoe as soon as I could. Um, and was pretty hard headed about putting a boot on. Um, so I, I mostly tried to walk in my shoe most of the time and, and just kind of tried to push through the, the pain. And um, I always told myself, if you want to, play stupid games you win stupid prizes right so Boom. i had to had to push through it and um then i'd say like i said um in total since i got hurt about three and a half months later i was back in a race car taylor gray running on general tires in the arca series mid ohio road course winner last weekend joining us here in the freak nation and Running for David Gilliland, you can't find a better owner to run for than David Gilliland, given the fact that you had those issues with your your car accident, which takes you out of the seat. If you're running for, with some other a-hole owner, they might have booted you out of that seat. But I, knowing David Gilliland like we do, watching him grow up, I can only imagine working for him was somewhat of a, a savior for you when this accident happened. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, as soon as – I mean, I got hurt and obviously it was, it was, we were, we weren't in the middle of COVID, but it was kind of at the end where it kind of ramped back up and, and things got pretty strict again. Um, so obviously nobody was allowed in the hospital besides my parents and even oh. they wouldn't even allow both my parents in the hospital room at one time. It would be, it could be one of them each day. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Um, you know, it, it, it was tough, but as soon as I got out of the hospital, you know, they were all super supportive and you know, I was at the shop and they were all asking me how I was doing and, and, um, you know, if I needed anything to, you know, I'm short phone call away. So they're all super supportive for the whole thing, but, uh, um, now we're, uh, we're, we're doing good and, um, we're focused on the rest of this year and kind of put all that stuff behind us. What are the plans for next year? Are you moving into the trucks or are you still with David Gillen Racing? What's the plan? 
Uh, right now, I mean, we're just focused on uh, trying to win more races this year. And uh, obviously, we're, we're out of the East Championship because of our mechanical issue at Iowa. But um, I think we're still we're still in contention. Um, if 18 has another bad race, we're still pretty good in, in contention for the, the Sioux Chief race, the Sioux Chief Championship. And so as of now, we're uh, we're focused on keep on winning races and uh, keep running good. And then we got to focus on our truck, the rest of our truck races this year, my truck, our truck <laughs> series career this year has been very good. We've, um, we've had, you know, we've gotten either wrecked or had a mechanical issue every, uh, every race this year. So it's, uh, it's been a struggle for on the truck side of things, but uh, just got to keep working and focusing on, uh, on one races. I don't know though. If you're going to go get Buffalo wings when you have IBS, how'd you get around that? I'm still focused on that. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's, it's certain things. Wings don't really bother me too bad. Um, it, it, it's, um, I don't know. It, it, it's certain things that, uh, that bother me pretty bad. And, but wings I've come to find don't bother me too bad. Boom. So what you're saying is a wing sponsorship would be welcome in the future. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I see. I see what you're putting down. Okay. Taylor Gray and wing stop. Yeah. Buffalo Wild yeah. Wings. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Taylor, it's always good to get you here in the freak nation. Good luck to you. You're a good man. And bang, coming back from that accident. It's uh, extremely That's badass. Just, and we yeah. got more respect for you right now, Taylor. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it guys. Yeah. Uh, not a whole lot of the conversation we need to have about the balls he showed to get back in a race mm -hmm. car after a broken ass back. Uh, freak nation coming up next hour, Aaron Plessinger, here in the Freak Nation. Statman and Crasher, Crasher got him to sing, but due to copyright rules, we're not going to be able to hear it, damn it. But you'll be able to watch it in about three seconds. Well, hold on, though. Crasher, we got a break. We got to We can put it up on Instagram break. later, just yeah. like. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Speed up and try again. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Statman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Coming up this hour, Freak Nation, Aaron Plessinger, motocross superstar, and evidently a country music fan. Beyond a fan. Right. He so, knows himself some music. I guess so. Mm -hmm. So he'll be joining us this hour, Freak Nation. Also, some not much motorsports coming up. Did you miss this, the first hour with uh, Taylor Gray, our conversation with Taylor Gray, ARCA Series winner from Mid-Ohio last week? Uh, he was here. Also, a conversation with Statman, a Statman scat regarding Michael Schumacher, the latest with him. We'll hear that again this hour. And the controversy brewing within the side the walls of NASCAR and IndyCar regards to a couple <laughs> of teams where uh, I thought that and, – and, Richie, we'll get into this because I see that you have the Beat the Freak results up there for New Hampshire. I, I took a flyer. I thought – I took Tyler Reddick and Austin Dillon because of what's going on with – 
inside the walls of Richard Childress. I thought that Austin Dillon uh, oh, might pull oh. something out of his backside and grab himself a top five or even a race win in New Hampshire. How'd that work out? Yeah. He and Keselowski decided to get into beef. I had Martin Truex, which damn near helped me out over those first two stages. But no, uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, Freak Nation, you can see this. Those are the results of, again, Beat the Freaks. Another winner. Yep. Holy cow. Isn't that bonkers? This is like, what were you saying, Richie? This now would make four in the last two months. So summertime, we're getting winners. Yeah, more Tires important for everybody. More important, tires. yeah, Richie, get in there and get. You got. We're giving away tires. If you're not in there, that's your you problem. Get tires. Yeah. You get general tires. You get general tires. We all get general tires. Man, thank you, Oprah. What the hell's going on in here, Oprah? Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the idea is not to give away a set of tires yes, every yes. freaking weekend, but the last three <laughs> races we have. <laughs> Congratulations, Jared. Wow. Mary, Robert, Jared. Nice. Richie, what was it with Jared's picks that put him over the top? He took Martin Truex Jr., as as did you, Kenny, who obviously led the most laps, won the first two stages, still got himself a top 10 finish. Turk, Kurt Busch, who also finished inside the top 10, he ran well in the first two stages, too. And then Eric Jones came in, I believe, with around like 15 or 16 points, too. So Ooh. it was pretty much the combo of Truex and Bush that won Jared the day, which I was a little surprised by. But, yeah, he managed to get it done by, like, what? Statman, I believe you had 89 points. So he won He won by a nice little margin there. Damn. Get a call from General Tire next week. going to say, Kenny, uh, what's going on here, bud? <laughs> yeah. Uh, can we put a little pause on this promotion? <laughs> <laughs> Let's, to put it in perspective to, to put it in perspective i believe we did the same thing throughout all of last season for the most part i believe and if i'm not mistaken we i believe through the entire year i think we only had maybe two or three winners all year long and now we've oh, had four oh. in the last like month and a half yeah. Well, it's that's the summer of giveaways. You guys just suck. That's <laughs> what's going on here. You yeah. guys need to make better picks. You, you're speaking the truth. Yes. Yes. Well, hold on yes. a second. No, no one predict, predicted Ross Chastain doing what he's doing. No, 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 no. Stepan has had Ross on his ballot box. I'm he's had him going a few times. into the year, Crasher. Uh, didn't you pick Ross at the end of last season a couple times? Yeah, Ross Chastain yeah. and Tyler Reddick were, were mm -hmm. blowing it up last year at the end of the year. And so Ross Chastain with these wins, you have Christopher Bell finally getting himself a, a race win. So many different winners. It's not a usual NASCAR Cup season. Yeah, I mean, well, we've got new names that are coming in. We don't have the same tired, you know, guys that are out there changing winds with it, trading winds with each other. And look what's happened to Kyle Larson. He's come back to earth. He's not, mm -hmm. uh, you know, he had a great year last year, but now he's gone back to form. Yeah, but last year was not sustainable. I mean, how many wins? 10? 11? Ooh. 10, yeah. So, hey. How about, oh my gosh, how about the new series that he and Brad Sweet just announced this week? Yeah. That's not too shabby. Uh, Freak Nation, we will be resuming with some affiliates, more affiliates, getting crashed about his pit news and notes, and our interview with Aaron Plessinger. 
coming up. Good job. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the freaks. Thank you, affiliates, for being a part of this thing. We're bringing another round of affiliates here in the Freak Nation. Coming up in moments, Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes. A lot of motorsports going off this weekend, not necessarily race results but a lot of news and we'll touch on that crash gladys pit news and notes brought to you by good friends at general tire freak nation i can't say it enough man traveling across the country this summer do the smart thing do the wise thing for your family your friends that are gonna be rolling in your hoopty just sell up a new set of general tires i don't care what you drive they've got the tire (laughs) for your ride crasher yes you hoopty owners they do okay let's touch a little bit about that new series it's a new Sprint four, Sprint Car 410 Series. So basically, they're going to look like World of Outlaws cars. It's going to be midweek only. The owners of the series are Kyle Larson and Brad Sweet. I think it's called High Point Racing. I, I could be completely off on the name there, but it's going to be awesome. A 12-race series next summer. Look it up. Speed Sport. Heck, racer.com, wherever you find your news. It's going to be amazing. Also, what they say? Biggest purses? Yeah, just greatness. Speaking of greatness, Scott Dixon taking the win. Toronto IndyCar's. First return there since 2019, thanks to COVID. So that's just a little crazy. But notching another win into the record books. Number 52 for him. That ties him with the great Mario Andretti, number two on the all-time IndyCar wins list. In the SRX series, Marco Andretti, whoa, a bridesmaid yet again. He is the points leader, though. So there are good things there. But he settled for another second place last night, Tony Stewart, with the win. Speaking of Stewart, his wife took her first win in Top Fuel today in denver the mile high nationals first for their team i should say the mile high nationals also gave robert height another win in funny car his fifth on the season matt hartford was the winner in pro stock and lucas oils matt smith in pro stock motorcycles nascar raced in the northeast and it was christopher bell today justin allgaier yesterday but the big news was wednesday you wake up you hear the news or you see the news that rcr driver tyler reddick just two weeks away from his first win he now has a deal with Michael Jordan's 2311 team starting in 2024. How about that, Richard Childress? A year and a half for you to kind of go, hmm, what do I do with this guy? Hmm. And then soon after that, it was the NHRA saying, oh, hey, you know how we've always and forever started the season at Pomona? We're not doing that next year. We're starting at the Gator Nationals. And then just a few hours after that, Alex Pelot going back to Chip Ganassi racing. Oh, no, that was news to him. He tweeted, I don't want to return to the team. And then minutes after that, McLaren racing saying, oh, hi, we've got... Alex Blow for the 2023 season and beyond. What? Wicked, wicked week in motorsports. More coming up here in the Big Nation. One of the main motorsports radio redefined. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas fuel treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. Pump carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. 
We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. I run Lucas Oil. Doesn't matter if you're on the water, driving to work, or competing in a sold-out stadium. Lucas Oil products will help you get the most out of your vehicle. Monster Jam has run Lucas Oil in and on our trucks for over 10 years. We wouldn't run anything else. Lucas Oil, the official oil of Monster Jam. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule, a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fixed 24-7, 365. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Coming up this hour, Aaron Plessinger, motocross pilot, getting set. Uh, what do we got? One? Is it one more race? No, 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 no. Two. No, we have a few. We have a few more. Washougal is next. I believe that's this weekend coming up. And then back to Paula, right? And there are just two more races no. left? No, I mean, they I mean, race through August. They, they don't end until September. Where are we? September. July? Where the hell are we? Yeah, it feels they, like they, it's freaking no, September, no, no. man. There it's is another weekend off coming up, but no, they race through August and into September. Yeah. How many races are left, Richie? Come on, you're shaking your damn head. There it is right there on your screen. If you're watching on on YouTube, there are five races remaining in Got the it. Pro Motocross, Pro Motocross schedule this year. Off by three. Through September 3rd. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah, typically motocross is Memorial Day weekend to Labor Day weekend. Just saying. Uh, Kyle Larson and Brad Sweet teamed up for a uh, pretty much a big payday dirt series. We'll talk about that. But strange news coming out in regards to uh, Crasher. I remember Bobby East from all the USAC oh, days. Yeah. Forgot about this story uh, too. Uh, Bobby East, who is uh, mm-hmm. really made his mark in USAC, 
Uh, he was shot and killed by a police SWAT team in the process of what? No, hold on a second. The no. suspect. No, no, no. That, that's the suspect. Yeah, the no, suspect no, no. was shot. Trent Williams Millsap. Uh, the suspect in regards to the killing of uh, East. He was killed at a gas station by Correct. a he bad was, guy. I, he I, was I don't stabbed, know. wasn't he? Yeah. He was, oh, that's right. Yeah, yes. He was stabbed to death. Mm. And then the SWAT, SWAT shot and killed the suspect there you go. Uh, today. Yeah. I mean, he I mean, was a three time USAC champion, was a big mm -hmm. timer in the Silver Crown series, the Midgets. Man, that's hey, how I knew him, not from the stock car days, Crasher. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and his dad. I just, I just, we, had, we had done some things with him way back in the beginning of Speed Freaks. Yeah. Then. Yeah. And his dad, uh, the Beast chassis bob east, bob uh, east really. was uh, where the beast chassis one of the most successful sprint car chassis uh mm -hmm. around so yeah i mean it's it's just an ugly terrible story all the way around yeah he ran for tony stewart uh, kerr bagajanian racing back in oh, wow. 12 and 13 and i think won a championship or two with those guys so yeah, just strange news with with Bobby East uh, and the death of uh, this former USAC champion. Uh, new sprint car series. It's called. Um, well, let's just first of all front sell it. Kyle Larson and Brad Sweet teamed up with this new sprint car series, High Limit Sprint Car Series. It's a weekday series, which I haven't seen any type of schedule at this point, but it looks like it. it you would think stat crash it would be centered around these uh, nascar races and dirt tracks in that area potentially would i mean who's going to want to drive in the series it's going to be a lot of the world of outlaws guys it's also going to be some big names from nascar that are going to want to come in so somehow you're going to have to figure out how to marry those two schedules yeah. and just and find tracks that are going to want to do this in the middle of the week which i think that that's going to be relatively easy considering the names that are involved but yeah you got to favor the world of outlaws schedule because brad sweet is a part of this and of mm -hmm. course he's a three-time world of outlaws champ going for his fourth this season and because of his involvement you know the world of outlaws pretty much said okay you can do this as long as you make it easy on our guys and they're not going to miss our races so it's got to be more favoring the world of outlaws schedule than the nascar schedule the nascar guys have their planes they can they can fly back to wherever they need to go and it's 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 during the week and that's where you know a lot of outlaw races happen then but there are a lot of outlaw races that don't pay a lot of money and the right. a lot of the drivers don't run those races the big stars don't always run i mean the outlaws have 100 events on their schedule and uh, they don't you know the the big guy the big names only run about 60 which are the the big pay only. big pay races so uh that's why this new series is concentrating on uh, big purses because that's what the guys who run those events they were looking mm -hmm. for uh the big purses so i think that they are going to run into some trouble i don't think they're going to run into trouble with tracks but they're going to run into trouble with outlaws who have you know if you've got an outlaw race on tuesday wednesday thursday uh you know and these tracks are going to get some pressure hey don't let those guys in there so it might end up being as something as as heavy as 
the uh, the Live Golf Tour and the PGA, uh, there's going to be some there's going to be some head knocking going on here, and uh, it'd be interesting to see how all this works out. I don't feel like. I, I don't I don't feel like that's necessarily going to happen. I mean, I guess anything is possible, of course, but I, I feel like there are so many tracks out there with availability that even if it's a week after the outlaws run at a certain place, could this series take place or a week the week before? I, I don't know. I just feel like there's enough room for both of these series to to coexist. And because this is only 12 races, I don't think that that's really going to take much of a dent into the World of Outlaws series anyway. Yeah, well, Again, stranger things have happened. So. When, money, when money comes on the table, strange things happen. Yes, yes. Two marquee events are, what, 50000 to win and a $140,000 purse, which is just... 80000 purse, I believe. I am oh, no? reading this from Speedsport okay. News. Okay. And... If you follow any kind of dirt racing, even World of Outlaws, that's a whole lot of blow. The that's High Limit Open will offer yeah. $70,000 purse with 22000 to win. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of cake being thrown around here, Statman, for uh, dirt racing. Yeah, and you'd have to think that there's some television money involved in it someplace. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's a lot of streaming services. Uh, a lot of oh, this uh, will go. This will go to Flow Racing. Kyle mm-hmm. Larson has a contract with Flow Racing, so this this will be on Flow Racing, which is going to be good. It'll be good for the sport to be and there. Flow has some relationship with MAV TV, doesn't it? Yep, yep. Yeah. They announced MAV TV announced the basically they did away with their streaming side of their business. They still have their TV production studios and the linear TV channel. And they still acquire shows. They still produce shows. But the actual streaming of any of their content is all through Flow now because Flow is so good at streaming. It just funny makes how, sense. Funny how that works. Yeah. So <laughs> keep keep your eye on Math TV as always. Your Statman Scat coming up in regards to Michael Schumacher with a reference to uh, Lewis Hamilton. It's also coming up Aaron Plessinger here in the Freak Nation. Uh, in about what time is that crash in about 20 minutes but first mm-hmm. your stat man scatimus friend sent me a piece this week that was troubling wanted me to read it it was a piece in sports illustrated that looked at the career the legendary career of michael schumacher and where he is now uh, the piece talked about his greatness seven world championships and how he's fighting back from head injuries sustained in a skiing accident in 2013. Peace, however, never mentioned the impact that Lewis Hamilton had on Schumacher's legendary career. Never mentioned that Lewis tied Schumacher for championships at seven and surpassed Schumacher for more than 100. In fact, 103 Formula One wins. Now, obviously, the piece was about Michael Schumacher and where he is now. But this was Sports Illustrated. You expect context to anything. Reading the piece, you expect Schumacher to still be the king of Formula One, which arguably he isn't. Understand that I'm a Schumacher fan. I regularly wear memorabilia that celebrates Schumacher. And this could have been cleared up with one sentence. In fact, that one sentence could have celebrated Schumacher even more by noting it took Hamilton 14 seasons just to match Schumacher's championships. The point is this. If you're going to tell a story, you have to put that story into context. Tell why it's important. 
ignoring the nuance or context of a story at the Sports Illustrated level of storytelling, it has to be done with some other reason in mind. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Aaron Plessinger, motocross pilot for the Lucas Oil Outdoor Series. He'll be joining us in about 15 minutes. What's that song you played coming in? That It just reminds me of Seal, Survive. It's oh, generic. It's, it's, yeah, I know, but d- d- don't you hear Seal? Yes. You want to come in, well, you're never going to survive yes. unless... <laughs> it, it might have some connotation. Look at Richie's have- face. He's like, what song is that? <laughs> Well, we can't play copyrighted music in here, Crasher. Right. I, I was more. I was more saying, please stop, please stop, so we don't get popped by YouTube yes. and play music we're not yeah. supposed to play. Yes. Yeah. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. That's how it works, Freak Nation. LucasOil.com, great website to find products to keep your ride on the road. What about increasing your gas mileage? Lucas Oil fuel treatment. It works. Check it out at mm-hmm. LucasOil.com. That's LucasOil.com. So simple, an eight-year-old, excuse me, a six-year-old can put it in the gas tank for you. Yeah, she was six when she did that commercial. Yeah. Go to lucasoil.com. I sent this link out earlier, and I'm just going to spring it on you because I forgot to bring this up with you guys. Keanu Reeves set to host a Formula One docuseries oh, yeah. on Disney+. Plus. And Statman, you can elaborate. It's not necessarily a documentary on Formula One in general. It's in regards to... Uh, what's his first, uh, Ross, Ross Braun, Ross Brown, yeah. Ross Brown, yeah. who in t- t- 2009, he bought the Honda team and then what renamed it Brown, Brown G- GP. GP. And right. that's where Jensen Button won his championship was with, was with him. And Mercedes ended up buying him, I, I believe. And that's where the current Mercedes team came from was buying the Ross Brown team. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's where he is. It's an interesting story where, you know, a, a guy who's not necessarily a businessman, he's an engineer, uh, buys a team and takes off and has huge success. And uh, said, you know, an interesting story. I, but what, what got me was that I don't know if it uh, came about at the same time you sent that story around and I read it. But what got me is that IndyCar is still trying to gauge the public's uh, interest in in a a series like uh, Drive to Survive. I I don't know why they're taking time with this. Oh, I know. It just, unless this this is just a way of getting the people to talk about it like we're doing now. Why is an IndyCar doing this? And then suddenly, hey, next week, only on Peacock. Are you going to be able to see it? I will say this, and I don't know how this came about. Was it driver frustration with IndyCar not taking the initiative themselves? Or was it just somebody saying, you got to talk to so-and-so because you got some good content here that the very, very new Bus Brothers 
podcast, basically, is what it was with Joseph Newgarden and, and Scott McLaughlin. That was officially announced this week that Netflix has picked it up. So yeah. that is going to become bigger. But honestly, I, how that happened, they literally just started that show in the middle of the season. Well, it was maybe the second race of the season this year. So they started it on a whim. Somebody either came to them or they, as frustrated drivers, said, we got to go take this to Netflix or somebody. So that's going to be fun once all the deal gets settled out and it actually is on Netflix. Mm -hmm. That's going to be fun to watch because yeah, so far it's, it's fun. The little bit that they do right now. They can hire the producers as well as yeah. IndyCar can. If they go out and make money, good on them. Exactly. You know, I mean, it, it, the whole point of the matter is the public is clamoring for this. Mm -hmm. They met a need. And uh, so they're going to get the benefit. And again, good on them. If IndyCar yes. is picking its nose and waiting for it to happen and hiding their uh, content behind a paywall, then they deserve whatever happens to them. Again, I just, I shake my head. Remember, before COVID even started, we were praising the captain, buying the series, buying the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. There's some good that's come from it, but the marketing end of things has just been very disappointing. Yeah, he's, very take, disappointing. he's taking the cart model and applying it to IndyCar and look what it did for cart and champ car. Did nothing. So, yeah. you know, he somebody needs to tap him on the shoulder and said, you know, hey, Roger, this is what the world is going now. He's a brilliant man. He's made billions in, in his brilliance. But this might be something that he's just not in touch with. And he needs to somebody needs to help him along. Yes. Uh, and not be a yes person to him and tell him that everything's OK, because look at your freaking Indy 500 worst ratings in a while. Richie, let's see if you can look this up. The the last. Uh, F1 ratings or the la latest F1 ratings, uh, the numbers that I recall, they, again, they, they outplayed the IndyCar series uh, big time, which is just such a freaking kick in the nuts. Mm -hmm. When you have access to 25 drivers that are in the United States of America, inarguably, as Richie has said before, and I back him up, one of the most entertaining sports series on the planet, but, you're not turning the eyeballs onto it like you are with Formula One. Formula freaking one, where you have zero access <laughs> to these drivers. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. Yeah, in fact, the drivers are protected from their fans because they only have X amount of days that they're in their contract to mm -hmm. say they have to deal with right. the media, and that's generally one or two days per race. So, you know, they generally aren't available to people uh, during the week, and like some of these other people are or should be. So, yes, I mean, it's, it's this Drive to Survive did such a wonderful job of opening mm -hmm. it up to the American audience. And uh, now, you know, that I, it's, I don't yep. want to keep saying it. Uh, yeah. Richie, yeah. what you got? Uh, so, I don't have the most recent Formula One ratings that I was able to to easily find but i did bring up from a couple weeks ago when you had pretty much every motorsport available going on nascar f1 srx series xfinity and indycar and the ratings look like this see f1's british grand prix which aired on espn2 1.239 million viewers that's an increase of over or near a million 
compared to last year's Austrian GP on the same day. You compare that to IndyCar, IndyCar, which was running at Mid-Ohio at the time, aired on NBC, Big Daddy NBC, at the same time as the NASCAR Cup race was airing, and it only averaged um, 877 thousand viewers on big daddy Mm -hmm. nbc which was down from the previous year of uh, 1.28 million which is something's got to change yep not good someone's got to have that information in front of them and has set that in front of the powers that powers that roger pinsky's not sitting there monday through friday nine to five making these decisions people underneath him are making these freaking decisions they've True. got they've got to have these numbers to see we're not doing something right gang yeah, especially right. especially when they were at the top of their game just a couple of years ago and mm-hmm. uh you know just they they need the the world has changed and um yeah, the only thing they could think of is let's get some more money. Let's hide it behind the paywall. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. that that's just not the way you do business nowadays, I don't think. You know, we've got a relationship with some fairly influential people that could give us their take off the record <laughs> in regards to IndyCar and how IndyCar could improve their image. I'd be curious to to hear what that relationship is about. What which relationship? The uh, one with NBC? Yeah, and and how they could How healthy or unhealthy it is? Yeah. Cuz this this was a big leap this year for putting for NBC putting so many races on Big Daddy NBC instead of like I know this weekend was Peacock and that a lot of people complaining whatever it was only $5 come on that's a Starbucks. But for it, NBC put themselves out there for IndyCar this year and it's not producing what it should have been producing. So yeah, I, I would have to say there's got to be something going, something not necessarily in the positive direction going on with that relationship. Yeah. I thought of, I thought about that uh, this week crash and NBC had some things that were on that. It were pretty important, including the world championship track and field uh, events that were in the United States for the first time. And that was a, a major thing on NBC. This uh, Is that where Lee Diffie was? Yes. Yes. Aha, uh, okay. So I love the trio that IndyCar had in the booth today. They, mm-hmm. they were a lot of fun to follow, but I was like, oh, I, I kind of miss Lee Diffie's voice, but yeah, okay. Now, but, now that makes sense. Yeah. Then, and uh, the last night's um, hundred meter final, I'd love to see the human body accelerate. <laughs> and the guy caught literally on the last stride, the guy that won it, <laughs> won it on the, in a lean in the, in the last stride. I mean, it was, and the Americans uh, swept the uh, podium. And it's, it's, nice. it's, it's great, great programming. And people are responding to it. Probably more than a, a million that would watch an IndyCar race. So actually I would be, Curious as to those ratings. Yeah, I definitely yeah. would. No, that, that would that would be a, a major thing. We'll find out tomorrow mm-hmm. or Tuesday. But right. you know, I'm looking at the IndyCar series again when <laughs> their Twitter account. Watch the clock, by the way. Oh hell, yes. <laughs> Before Thank we you. get too carried away, yeah, real quick. I think I mean either, either seven or eight tweets throughout this entire race. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I noticed how bad that was during the 500. What is wrong with you, IndyCar? Yeah. Issues. Wow. Issues, baby. 
got themselves some issues. Mm-hmm. All right, Freak Nation, coming up, Aaron Plessinger joining us here in the Freak, Freak Nation, motocross superstar for the Lucas Oil outdoor season. Coming up, Speed, Freak, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil <laughs> Studios. Need some Lucas Oil, though? Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. IndyCar, WWT Raceway, Saturday, August 20th, the Bomberito Automotive Group 500. Icons, legends, and rising stars. Drama at 200 miles per hour. It's not a reality show. It's real life, real fast. The iconic teams, McLaren, Andretti, Foyt, Rahal, Penske, Ganassi, legendary drivers, Johnson, Kanan, Castronetis, Newgarden, IndyCar, only at WWT Raceway. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent hand and traction in off-road situations or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Lucas Oil, it works. I run Lucas Oil. It doesn't matter if you're on the water, driving to work, or competing in a sold-out stadium. Lucas Oil products will help you get the most out of your vehicle. Monster Jam has run Lucas Oil in and on our trucks for over 10 years. We wouldn't run anything else. Official oil on Monster Jam. FTV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the arca menard series the lucas oil late model dirt series pro pulling league american sprint car series pro motocross and the lucas oil chili bowl nationals mav tv the only television network dedicated to motorsports go to mavtv.com to get your motorsports fix 24 7 365 one of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system, pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil, it works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Freak Nation, Statman and Crasher had a chance to catch up with Aaron Plessinger, big time Lucas All Outdoor Pro Motocross rider. Uh, he sings in this interview, but we can't play it, damn it. So I sped it up 100%. Sorry, but maybe we can get away around with it 
around it in the copyright when we uh, drop it on Instagram. Statman and motocross pilot Aaron Plessinger now here in the Freak Nation. Fitz, it's Aaron Plessinger. He finally got himself a podium at the WIC <laughs> last weekend in the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Series. Aaron Plessinger, I know I saw the, the, the show. I saw your social media. You are stoked about this. But how much of it was relief stoked or just completely excited stoked? Uh, I'd say uh, it's a match between both. You know, I've been uh, – it's it's been a rough year this year and uh between breaking my wrist and um you know twisting my ankle at, at high point um you know it was it was a big monkey off the back but uh i was i was super excited to get that uh at the wick and um you know last year i i got third in the first moto and then my bike broke in the second moto and it's uh it it never it never fails something happens at uh at southwick but um you know, I was I was just really, really excited and uh, stoked to see all the fans out there cheering me on. Yeah, it wasn't quite the fan base of give me a red bud, but it was maybe even a little bit better. <laughs> I mean, my gosh, the fans all over the place this year have been crazy cool, and you are so good with them. So, yeah, I mean, what was it, Indy this year? You're injured and you're signing autographs with people all over the place. So how long <laughs> did you take after to just take care of the fans? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a while. I was, uh, I was giving away stuff. I was, I was signing everything. I think I signed uh, a couple foreheads, a couple forearms. <laughs> um, I, I signed a pair of cow, cowboy boots. Uh, yeah, I, I stayed for a while. I was, uh, I was just soaking it in and it was, uh, it was cool to see all those fans embrace me and, um, you know, I, I didn't know I had so many fans up there in the in the Northeast, but uh, you know they're all over and and they're uh, they're exciting to get uh, to kind of interact with. What do you mean you had no idea you had that many fans in the Northeast? Social media has brought us all together. Social media sees how fun you are. Social media also shows us and lets us see you're a good singer. You just you got to have fun with life. So of course people love themselves in AP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess uh, I just uh, I don't see it as much, you know. Not not racing uh, for for this this long of a time, um, you know. I guess uh, they were ready to see the cowboy up there. Did you sign any unmentionables, Aaron Plessinger? <laughs> <laughs> well, I signed a dude's chest, <laughs> but okay. not a woman's. <laughs> All right, there you go. That, close. You got close, huh? All right. All right. And I love the hat, dude. That's you sign into this thing and pow, that's the first thing you see is the hat and the hair. Oh yeah. It's uh it's kind of a trademark now, the bullet and the mustache and the cowboy hat. It's uh it's all coming together now if I can keep it up on the podium. <laughs> did the uh did KTM I saw somewhere and I didn't get a chance to listen to the video, but did KTM ask you to cut the mullet off? That they're you know corporations don't always like that. Uh there was some there was some speculation that that it needed to come off, but I was uh, I was stern with it, and uh, they've embraced me. Um, you know, as I came on this team, and they uh, I'd, I'd say if you ask them now, they would say never cut the mullet, <laughs> which I'm happy about. I think the fans, if the fans embrace it, that's all they're looking for is that for you to make some uh, headway with the fans, the fans must love it. 
Oh yeah, I've I've seen countless mullets. Um, you know, <laughs> between Supercross and Motocross, and and almost every one of them have came up to me and and have been like, "Dude, I'm I'm growing this because of you. I'm I got a mullet because of you." And and uh, that's uh, that's pretty it's pretty cool. It puts a smile on my face. A crash. Let me sneak one more in here. You look like a Western, like you just got off your horse, but your bike might be your horse. And all, <laughs> Western, all Western stars sing. You got a little song in there somewhere? Please, please. Oh shoot! I, I I would I would sing today, but the but the old voice is hoarse today. I, oh, I think I'd, I think I'd, I'd I'd be cracking cracking a few. But uh, come on, Aaron Plessinger. Hey. Super motocross, supercross, bike rider, Southern Ohio. You're a Buckeye, dude. Come on. You've got a oh, song yeah. in there. You got a song in there somewhere. Aaron Plessinger joining us here in the Freak Spits, of course, a little bit past the halfway point in the Lucas Oil Pro motocross season. Can you tell me something ride wise? What changed for you? Because arguably, Redbud and Southwick were your two best motos or your two best weekends to date on the outdoor season. What changed in that little off week that you guys had? Did something come together with your style? Was it something mentally? Was it something physically? What changed to, to kind of up your game? Um, you know, me and the team, we've been working on the bike a lot. Um, you know, I've, I've, I always, every time I go out on the track, I'm working on my, uh, my style or, or, um, you know, just fundamentals on the bike and, and trying to perfect those. But, uh, you know, the bike's been coming around and, the team's been putting a lot of work in, um, sending me, sending me things to test, um, just overall testing at the races, um, and my fitness, you know, I've, I've been racing myself into shape. So I think it's all just kind of coming together, clicking at once. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy about it. It's, uh, it's a good time to do it around halfway point And, uh, you know, hopefully we can finish this thing out strong. When you started the outdoor season, you were coming off of obviously an injury in Supercross, but practice tracks and practice tracks and practice tracks. That's so different than being in race mode or, or you know, practice shape versus race shape. Was that a little bit of a factor at the beginning of the season? I think definitely it was. Um, you know, we can we can practice all we want and we can try and simulate the races all we want. But until you get to that racetrack and you see how it shapes up, it's it's there's nothing like it. There's nothing like racing. Um, so we can practice all we want and, and get dialed in there. And then you go to the race and you can have a totally different, different, uh, track and you could really set your bike up the wrong way or the right way. And luckily mine was towards the right way. Um, but, but yeah, there's, there's nothing like racing. I mean, the, the bumps are shoot two feet higher and, and a lot more intimidating. There's a lot more ruts, uh, uh, especially a lot more riders you're racing against. Um, and yeah, I think, uh, it's, uh, it's all a different dynamic between, between practice and race. So family gets to come with you. That's a really cool thing about the outdoor season is family can be there with you. Your daughters can be there with you every single weekend, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it's, uh, if it's feasible and it makes sense, they're, they're here and they've been at almost every race. Um, uh, me and my wife went to the last one, but, uh, you know, the kids, they love coming. My son's here today and, uh, he's out riding, looking at the track, riding his Stasic around. And, um, 
you know, he has, uh, he has a really, really good time and, and he likes watching me do my thing. So it's, uh, it's, it's so cool to have them here. Your son, would he be a future racer himself? Or would you say, nah, let's stay away from this racing thing? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll let him do what he wants. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to let him try out, uh, all the sports he wants. I, I really like golf nowadays. So uh, hopefully, hopefully maybe he'll pick up a golf club here, here and there, but, um, Nah, if, if he wants to race, I'll support it. And uh, just like my dad may, or my dad did to me, um, you know, I'll take him everywhere and, and uh, do what he wants to do to find what he loves. Aaron Plessinger, the podium last week jumped you up into, what, eighth place, I think. Is that is that where you are in the standings in 450? You've got a 250 championship, so you know how to win. But the question I, I got to ask, after you're, you're coming back from an injury in the supercross season, are the bikes getting too fast? It seems like every rider we talk to nowadays is either coming back from an injury is on the sidelines from an injury. Um, I don't think they're, they're getting too fast. Um, you know, I think, uh, overall we are, speeding everything up and what we do and we're getting faster every year and and the speeds that we're going um through the corners over the jumps i think uh the bikes are definitely really really fast but we are we're kind of mastering the skill of of i don't know going too fast on the bikes i guess so um i think you know every every time the speed amplifies your body has to react to that and get used to that. So I think with all these injuries, man, it's, uh, it's the body's kind of falling behind and not really knowing how to go that fast because when you're in race mode, you are wide open and it's, it's no looking back. So, um, you know, I think, I don't think the bikes are too fast. I think we're just amplifying everything that we do. And it's sometimes it catches you off guard. Does that change the way you train knowing that you've got to go fast in order to compete, uh, but coming off the bike used to be a standard thing, but coming off the bike now at a greater speed, you're going to be, you're going to get injured and maybe more seriously. Yeah, I mean, um, it it doesn't really change the way we train. We just train at you know higher rates of speed, higher higher heart rate for longer periods of time. Um, just try to we try to simulate the race as much as we can and as close as we can get it to that. And with the group we have down at the down at the Baker's factory, it's um it's always pretty much a race day down there between me, uh, Malcolm Stewart, RJ Hampshire, Styles Robertson, um, you know, Jalique, uh, Jalique Swole. Um, we are, we're pushing the limits every day. And I'd like to think, you know, we are at race pace and race speed. Um, but who knows, you know, you never, you never know until you get to the race, but, um, to answer your question, I, I don't think it, it changes the way we train. I think it changes just the speeds at which we train. Wow. Because we're getting faster every time. Wow. 
Well, that's well thought out, Aaron. Aaron Plessinger, uh, eighth in the uh, uh, Lucas Oil Motocross uh, right now, the outdoor season. A podium last weekend jumped him up into the eighth place. Not a lot of guys uh, think it through that way. Uh, they're just worried about injuries or whatever. But if you got to step it up, are you one of the uh, the acolytes? Are you a disciple of James Stewart? You mentioned Malcolm, his brother. Are you one of the uh, disciples of James Stewart where speed and all out and I'm going to get there uh, no matter what? Uh, I would like to think so, man. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I didn't choose the number seven for no reason. So, um, hopefully I'm following right in, uh, right in his footsteps and, and, um, you know, I've gotten, I've, I've been set back with injuries, uh, these last couple of years, but hopefully this is, uh, this is a turnaround and we're, um, we're gonna, we're gonna ride to greatness. You gotta give you gotta give us a, a stanza, dude. Come on, you gotta give us a chorus or something. Well, I mean, you come in here. there, you come in there with this hat and the mullet, and you you're just like you. Go, might as well be a country star right there instead of a motocross star. I know, I don't know, or a NASCAR star. I don't know if I'm talking to Richard Petty or Dale Earnhardt Sr. I mean, it's just it's awesome. Hey. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Seriously, I love it. I mean, the look is just absolutely surprising. <laughs> Statman, you need to buy one of his shirts. It, it literally says stash, mullet, moto. But you do need to add hat to that shirt, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then maybe we're working a on a new clothing line, so we'll we'll get it all out there. <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, you got to give us a song before we get out of here. Oh, man. Maybe just one line. Just one line or something. I can't even think just of anything. A chorus. I, you know, I'm not a country fan <laughs> until I hear uh, – uh, uh, something that I really like. Uh, I like uh, Willie Nelson. And who's Willie the guy Nelson. you mentioned that you mentioned him earlier? Uh, the Cody big, Johnson. Jo yeah, you. So oh, yeah. you got to have. <laughs> got to be something in there that you could. Uh, just a, it doesn't have to be good. You know, you got a little. <laughs> here, but, you know, you you're a country star, dude. In addition to a bike star, you got to give us a chorus or something. All right, let me let me let me think. Uh, shoot, I'm drawing a blank here, guys. Uh, My daddy served in the army when he lost his right eye when he flew. Up. <laughs> oh, right. oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! That's all right, dude. I'm <laughs> your head. Bad voice? Now, don't tell me about a bad voice, man. You made that out there. Way to go. Aaron Plessinger, Lucas Oil Motocross, Red Bull, the sponsor there. That Might drop right there. Well done. Well done. <laughs> yep. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Let's get on up to another podium and maybe more singing on the podium in Minnesota this weekend. <laughs> Let's go. I'm ready for it. Good luck, man. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk and sing with us. We appreciate it. <laughs> well, thanks for having me on, guys. It's always a pleasure. Oh, the poor radio audience couldn't yeah. see and figure out what was going on. We had to fast forward it because of copyright issues going off on YouTube and Facebook. Richie, right can now. we get that up on Instagram and not get popped for some copyright issues? Well, find out, won't we? See yeah, you tomorrow. <laughs> at, at Speed is, Freaks Radio on Instagram. At Speed Freaks Radio, right? Instagram is so much more forgiving. They, yeah, they they're 
decent with that, but we'll see. Nice job, guys. Great show, Freak Nation. If you missed any of it, go to speedfreaks.tv. We'll have it up there for tomorrow morning. And as, the, as I learned, there are more uh, avenues to find Speed Freaks. I keep getting... Uh, I heard Speed Freaks here. It's, it's, it's fantastic, man. Sweet. Uh, as we do every Sunday night, Statman, you ready for this? Shoot the juice to the moose and Statman... Cut it loose. Oh, hell yes. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.